Back at it again on the Interlake Sports Now. I'm Josh Dugan, and our, on our first episode of 2024, we'll ring in the new year with two quick pieces of local sports news, then we'll move into the FCS Championship Game Preview for the Grizzlies matchup with the South Dakota State Jackrabbits in Frisco, Texas, January 7th. Before we get to all that good stuff, quick reminder, today's episode is brought to you by Nomad, voted the Flathead's best manufacturer. Nomad is a longtime supporter of our local community and sports scene, celebrating 20 years of building great careers and mission-focused custom vehicles. Nomad, a Montana-based company making a global impact. Visit nomadgcs.com for more information. That's nomadgcs.com for more info. All right, that first piece of local sports news I mentioned No prep sports going on right now with winter breaks. We'll get back to all that fun stuff next week. But we did have a fun piece of action regarding a former prep athlete in the area who went on to play for the Grizz and now made his NFL debut in Kalispell native Patrick O'Connell. Glacier High product, Montana Grizzlies product. O'Connell had the opportunity to make his NFL debut over the weekend as a member of the Seattle Seahawks. The former Grizz linebacker etched his name into the record books as the first Glacier High football player to play in the NFL and put his name in the scorebook with a tackle on special teams in their loss to the Steelers over the weekend. So, very exciting stuff. We'll definitely keep an eye out for any more Patty O'Connell news next weekend as the Seahawks take on the Cardinals in their season finale with a trip to the playoffs. Still a possibility for O'Connell and the Seahawks. Major kudos to O'Connell and and on the accomplishment, and it's just a cool thing for the Grizz football, cool thing for Glacier High football, just a lot of accolades there and nothing but respect on the feet. All right, moving along to our other piece of local sports news. A few weeks ago, I mentioned the Montana Grizzlies hockey team was coming to town. They're going to be playing Saturday at Woodland Park, January 6th. I did mention that was the first time we've ever talked about hockey on the show. And of course, now we have some more hockey news. As the NHL Stanley Cup trophy made its way to Whitefish last week and it made stops at the Whitefish Mountain Resort, Stumptown Ice Den, Whitefish Lake Golf Club, and Craggy Range Bar and Grill. So, Very cool stuff. I had a chance to make it down to the Craggy Range and check out the trophy, speak with the keeper of the cup from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Overall, just a very cool experience for sports fans and hockey fans alike. There were swarms of people around the cup. People were revved up. They were fired up. A lot of hockey jerseys from a lot of different teams. So it wasn't just... Uh, Vegas Knights fans. The Northwest Monta- uh, Montana connection stems from the Vegas Golden Knights, who are owned by the Foley Entertainment Group, who has a lot of holdings up here in Northwest Montana. So he's the one who made that happen. So very cool stuff. Overall, great experience for hockey fans and sports fans alike in Northwest Montana. Big shout out to the Foley Entertainment Group for making it happen because sports fans were revved up and happy to see that. No doubt about it. Just an overall cool experience here in the Valley. So That all being said, let's get into the FCS Championship Game Preview. Big-time weekend for Grizzlies football on the horizon. Their first trip to the National Championship Game since 2009. I'm going to start it out with three things the Grizz need to do to win this game. Starting with key number one, they need to hit a few home runs. The Grizz, they need some explosive plays to beat the Jackrabbits. Junior Bergen, Keelan White, Aaron Fonts, they're all capable of making big plays downfield in the passing game. Some of the best receiving, one of the best receiving cores at the entire FCS level, no doubt about it. Montana is going to need those guys to break loose for a few big plays to keep the Jackrabbits defense honest because if they can hone in on the run game, the Jackrabbits have the type of defense who can really slow that down. But if you get out in space and get a guy like Bergen open, that can change the game. You get Fonts and White moving downfield, that can change the ball game. So I think the Grays are going to need to hit a couple home runs if they want to win that football game. I watched that Washington versus Texas Sugar Bowl matchup. Washington hit the home runs, and that was the difference maker. Sometimes that's what it comes down to. The Grays have had success this year with trick plays and exotic looks on offense, so don't be surprised if we see them pull out all the stops on offense. 
working in the trickery in Frisco because now's the time to empty the tank and leave it all out there. So expecting some big plays from the Montana Grizzlies offense this Sunday. Key number two, Clifton McDowell needs to have a big game and take care of the football for Montana to win. McDowell's ability to run the ball could end up being the X factor because if he can find success picking up yards on broken plays and designed runs, it changes the way the Jackrabbits will play defense. All of a sudden, that will allow for those big plays that I just mentioned, those guys like Bergen, Fonts, and White, if they can get open in space and their quarterback can extend plays to give them extra time to get open, it's going to be hard for opposing defenders to stop those three. I think that's going to be a big key. McDowell needs to have a clean game. He needs to take care of the football, make good decisions. But I think he could be the X factor for the Grizz. I think if he rushes for more than 65 yards and scores a touchdown, I think that could be the push Montana needs. I think that'll open things up for the passing game, like I said. And it's going to make it easier on the Grizzlies running backs who could have a tough day if the Jackrabbits get it going. So McDowell could be that X factor to open things up. And I did say it, he really is going to need to take care of the football because the Jackrabbits are a team who play mistake-free football. You cannot make mistakes against South Dakota State and win. So they're going to need a very clean performance from McDowell. And for the majority of the year, he has done a great job of taking care of the ball, making smart decisions, extending plays, all of those things. So he's just going to need to be in, bring his A game Sunday and do his thing, and the Grizzlies will have a chance. Key number three, this is going to focus on the defensive side of the ball as the Grizzlies need to make plays around the line of scrimmage early and often. They have to control the line of scrimmage. The Grizz, they put a ton of pressure on the North Dakota State Bison. Cam Miller in the semifinals was the coming into the game was the most accurate passer in the country. He went 9 and 22 in that game. 9 of 22. So he struggled. The Grizz did a great job of making him uncomfortable, and a big part of that was getting pressure on the quarterback early. The Jackrabbit signal caller, Mark Gronowski, he's also one of the most effective passers in the country, very efficient, does not make a lot of mistakes. So I think Montana's going to need to get a few hits on Gronowski early, make some plays around the football, make him a little uncomfortable back there, and almost more importantly, you got to make plays around the line of scrimmage to slow down the Jackrabbits' rushing attack. They have one of the best rushing attacks in the country with Isaiah Davis running the show in the backfield. If he gets going in open space, he's almost impossible to stop. But if you can hold him to about four yards per carry and prevent him from getting into the secondary and having those big plays, that can really change the game for the Grizz. So key number three, make plays around the line of scrimmage early and often in Frisco, Texas on January 7th. Luckily for Montana, they got guys like Alex Gubner, Defensive Player of the Year in the Big Sky, Braxton Hill, Buck Buchanan Award finalists, and Riley Wilson, who had, I believe, eight and a half sacks during the regular season. So the Grizzlies have the guys to make the plays. They're just going to have to show up Sunday and make a lot of plays in the front seven and that front line, linebackers, defensive linemen, and that'll take the pressure off the secondary as well. But really got to slow down that Jackrabbits top-tier rushing attack and their top-tier offensive line. So you got to put the pressure on them early. My prediction for this game I think we're going to see an absolute slugfest. The Grizzlies and the Jackrabbits are the best two teams in the nation, the best two defenses in the country, arguably, and elite talent on both sides of the ball, NFL talent on both sides of the ball. I expect South Dakota State to start fast based on their experience in the big games, but after the teams trade some punches, I think Montana's physicality will take a toll on the Jackrabbits. In my opinion, the Grizzlies are going to have the most stout defense that South Dakota State's faced all year, and I think that could be something that they aren't expecting because the Grizzlies' defense is for real. They're very physical, and they don't miss a lot of tackles. They're going to make the Jackrabbits beat them, and the Jackrabbits... Most teams, they go out there and overpower them. You're not going to overpower Montana. So I think that's going to be big. And like I said, I think the Texas kid playing back home, Clifton McDowell, is going to be the X factor. Playing in his home state, huge second half from McDowell's my prediction. He's going to be the difference maker. Don't be surprised if this one comes down to the final possession. And look for Montana's experience. Playing in close games the last few weeks, two close playoff wins, overtime wins. 
That's going to pay off. Montana gets it done 24-21 to 21 for their first FCS championship since 2001. That is my prediction. You heard it here on the Sports Now. That's what we're rolling with. Quick show today, everyone. That's going to do it. Everyone enjoy the game this weekend. Before we wrap this thing up, quick reminder, today's episode is brought to you by Nomad. Vote the Flatheads, best manufacturer. Nomad is a longtime supporter of our local community and sports scene, celebrating 20 years of building great careers and mission-focused custom vehicles. Nomad, a Montana-based company making a global impact. Nomad, GCS dot com for more info that's nomadgcs.com for more information so that's gonna do it for this week's interlake sports now best of luck to the montana grizzlies this weekend in frisco texas can't wait to watch that game it's been a pleasure covering them all season long and i have a feeling this one's gonna be another game for the ages another instant classic is brewing between the best two teams at the fcs level in the nation the college football semifinal was unreal this weekend in college football for the fbs level i think we're gonna and the fcs playoff between the grizz and the bison was epic I think we're going to see another epic game next Sunday. So it's been one of those streaks of great games. I think the Grizz keep it going, and I have a feeling they get it done. So on next week's show, we'll definitely be checking back in with how the Grizzlies did in Frisco, and we'll be getting back to our prep sports coverage with winter sports back in full effect. On that note, thanks as always for checking out the show. I'm Josh Dugan, and I'm out.